welcome back everyone we're so happy that you guys are here with us for another episode we are getting into something that miss ariana grande has brought awareness to um within the last few years and that is is god a woman (laughs) um this is like a very interesting topic to me um because i think it's like interesting to look at the history of like female deity and i don't know i just think it's cool so we're talking about it today i think it's a widely debated question Mm -hmm. and it's something that we grew up never really being able to explore right so i know this is a very interesting topic for you especially Mm -hmm. and something that you really believe in yeah so i'm excited to hear what you have planned for us yay me too i'm excited well um should we get into our obsessions or like do we have any life updates? We have a couple life updates. This one is for both of us, but we're moving in a couple days. We are. And the crazy thing is I will be out of town. So our amazing family is going to move all of my stuff. <laughs> well, it's in the middle of the week. No, it's the weekend. Cause I'll be gone. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Okay. Yeah, so that will be interesting. Um, we're just moving floors, but it's still a lot. Like, we, I feel like we have a it's lot a of lot. stuff. Both of our stuff together, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going through today because um, I'm doing, like, a deep organization of just after being gone and stuff. So I'm doing all my laundry, and then I'm going to go through all my totes and, like, just get rid of any junk that I'm not using because I hate feeling like there's so much clutter. Like even out here, like I don't have that much clutter around, but like I just feel cluttered. I feel that way too. Yeah. I want a storage unit so bad. Just like a tiny storage unit. It's called mom and dad's. (laughs) No, that's not their house because that's temporary. Yeah. Well, yes, we're moving. We're excited. Um, any other life updates? I am starting school in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't even know. So are you just – how many classes are you doing? Um, So I'm going to a Catholic school, and I'm not Catholic, and I have no religious prerequisites on my oh, transcript. Oh, so you have to take those. So I have to take my religious classes, hopefully just those. Okay. And then my actual nursing program will start next spring. So I'm really just getting, like, all the prereqs done, and then I'll just transition into that. And everything's going to be online. So super nice, super easy. But, yeah, I'm starting school again in a couple weeks. Good for you. Yeah. I was thinking about it last night, and I was like, I really don't want to. I really don't. (laughs) At least they're religion classes, though, and it's like, you don't really have to think about it. No, it'll be fine. Yeah. But, all right. Well, we have a scholar on our hands. (laughs) Good job, honestly. Thank you. I was also thinking about this recently, but I had a memory pop up from when we went to Trek. Oh my gosh. For Mormon Church. Okay, do you guys, if you guys know what Trek is, then you know. But if you don't... (laughs) It's literally, if you know, you know. Yeah. We will put a picture on our story. Okay, Trek is basically where, how many miles? 30 something? It was like 32 or 34. Okay, over a few days. So we basically went to Wyoming. Wyoming. 
And it was a bunch of Mormon kids dressed as pioneers. Like, it was very specific. Um, you had to dress as pioneers. We could not wear, like, civilian-looking clothes. Mm-hmm. So long skirts, yeah. button-up shirts, yeah. bonnets, bonnets, aprons. Mm-hmm. Um, just peak cult, you know? Um, <laughs> but um, so then, like, yeah, like, we went to, like, the Wyoming desert and pulled hand carts for 30 miles over – Three days. Three days. It was a lot. And like it the, was freak, so the freaking women's pool. Oh they were trying to be feminists, but that was not it. No. <laughs> they weren't. They were trying. Okay. The women's pool, this was the most awkward thing ever. They like apparently like in history with the pioneers, there was like a time when the women had to pull the carts because like all the men were sick or something. Yeah. And so there was one point in the trek where all of the men, like it was up a hill and all of the boys and the guy leaders were lining the path like up the hill. It was a hard hill. It was so hard. Yeah. And so they were lining and this was like, they were like all taking their hats off in respect. And I was like, guys, it's not that serious. (laughs) Like, they were, like, really trying to be respectful and stuff, but, like, it was not serious. But in the moment. In the moment, it, it felt was. like, so, like, emotional. Yeah, it was. Which is, like, definitely part of yeah. the vibes. But anyway, I yeah. don't want to, like, fully bag on it because I... <laughs> it was... Cool, I did, I like... No, no, no. <laughs> this is the only thing I'm not bagging on. The respect for, like, the pioneers. Yeah. In some way, like... I don't know. Maybe it was just because they, like, made it, like, such a reverent thing. Yeah. And so it felt that way. But, like, it was so hard. And I had to go twice, okay? I went when I was 14. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 17. And that was when you came, too. Yeah. But it was so intense. The one good thing that came out of that, at one point, we had to do a river crossing, which, again, it was not that serious. <laughs> they made it this huge They made it so big. <laughs> and they kept building up to it. Like, okay, guys, tomorrow's the river cross. Come on. We got to get ready for this. <laughs> Do you like your good water shoes? shoes? Yep. Yep. And they were like, make sure you have water shoes. You don't want blisters. I'm like, Kate, if we're actually <laughs> trying so to be serious. like the pioneers. Then we wouldn't have water shoes. <laughs> so anyways, there was this guy in my family. We are the same age. He was my brother. That was what we called each other. Oh, my gosh. And he was so cute. And he told me he would carry me across <gasps> the river. That's scandalous. And somebody took a picture of us, and we both looked so happy. I'm sharing that picture. <laughs> oh, you should. That's so funny. It was hilarious. So the whole time I was like, oh my gosh, like, we're in love. Your cow, your crush of the week. My cow. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, not to be, like, disrespectful to the pioneers or anything, because that was obviously very real, but it was just an interesting time. You I really don't know unless you know. Okay, I remember literally calling uh mom and dad like you weren't allowed to have a phone no and so I was like crying at one point because I hated it and I just wanted to go home and um also like my family was like not very nice like the girls in it were like clicky and remember that's why I was like with your family all the time no okay I kind of blocked it out. yeah they were like so clicky and I was just like I hate this I don't want to be here it rained we got rained out one night and so we had to sleep in a moving truck oh my like gosh. it was just so much and I was like I hate this I don't want to be here that. anymore I don't like the girls in my family so I ended up being able to call mom and dad on like the leader's phone and I was just crying and I was like please come get me like I want to go home Aww. I want to go home so bad and <laughs> I wasn't able to I remember that. it was the worst I hated oh my it gosh. we did square dancing mm-hmm. we cooked all our meals over a fire yeah. Oh my god. The dancing was kind of fun. Lovely. The dancing was kind of fun. 
because we did like pioneer honest. like dancing and we were in our pioneer stuff and like it was like line dances and stuff with the boys like it was fun it was fun honestly sleeping in the moving truck was kind of a vibe it was kind though. of because for yeah. some reason only our it was like my family and you because yeah. you had basically joined our family yeah and then a couple others we got special privilege to sleep in the truck and it was flooding it was raining like wyoming desert okay yeah. So that was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, we, we got a perk, but that also, was an interesting time. One last thing. I was such a pick-me my first time because, <laughs> okay, I liked that guy, right? Uh-huh. And this is embarrassing. Okay, I was 14. Yeah, okay, no, I had no, just there's, there's no judgment. I was, like, really trying to be a bro girl. <laughs> like, no. Like, I just wanted to, like, hang out with the boys. Oh. And... I mean, I liked the girls in my family. We ended up, like, hanging out a few times after, which was so fun. But I was, like, really trying to get in with the boys. And they started, like, drinking out of the river at one point. And then our mom and dad were like, guys, don't drink out of the river. We don't know what's in there. Like, it hasn't been filtered. And they were all drinking out of it. They were like, no, it's sweet water. Like, it tastes (gasps) like it was the Sweetwater River. And it tasted sweet. And so they were, like, drinking out of it. And then I was like, I want to try. So I, like, get down on my stomach and, like, reach over the bank. And I take some in my hand. And I drink it. And then I was like, crap, I'm going to get sick. Explosive diarrhea from a parasite or something. And there's porta bodies. I was fine. But I was such a pick-me. No, I was, yeah. I was such a pick-me for that. I mean... Yeah, no, sorry. That that is. I was there's because no it would still taste the same if you filtered it. No, no, no. It actually tasted sweet. I know, but like it would still taste sweet if oh, you filtered it. Yeah, but we didn't have filters. Like we just brought all our water from home. No, I know, but I'm saying like it would have been fine. I know. If you filtered I know what it. you're saying. Yes, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Okay, we'll put pictures because that's. Oh my gosh. An interesting time. Yeah, it was a core memory, but like not a good core memory. No. It's kind of funny now, but it's like now that we went now. through it, but I'm like, oh my god, we had all of our stuff in a Home Depot bucket, one of those like a five gallon, five gallon bucket. Buckets. Yeah, that was like the biggest deal. And then we had to sew seat cushions because those were our. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and of course we sewed them because I probably had like a mutual activity yeah. or something. We probably sewed the boys too. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> so uh, yeah, those are our roots, and that's how we got where we are today. And we're feminists because we had to be pioneer ladies. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, all right. Okay, that's so funny. We'll we'll post pictures. Okay, so I'm gonna share the feminist highlight for today. Her name is Felicia Jackson, and she created a product called the CPR Wrap, which makes it possible for anyone to administer CPR in an emergency, even if you don't have training. Oh. This is the serious thing, because a lot of people, even if you do have training, like me, thinking about if I was in an emergency situation. I would have to recall on that. Yeah, I'd be like, wait, uh, what am I doing? Like, I'm certified, but am I really, you know? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was going to say, good thing bad. you don't work in healthcare anymore. <laughs> I do work in healthcare. Good thing I'm not clinical. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is before I'm in nursing school, everyone. <laughs> I'm certified, but am I am really? I really? <laughs> no, I know what you're saying, though. Like, yeah. it's like the panic. Yes. So Felicia, she has over 20 years of medical experience in acute inpatient rehab, outpatient care, and home health care. So she's been CPR certified for her whole career. Yeah. But even Felicia, she froze in an emergency. Oh. One day, her toddler son just stopped breathing, and she completely froze. Her son was okay because her husband ended up acting quickly and saving his life, but she realized that even people with years of CPR training and emergency training can freeze. So the CPR wrap, she created it to fix this problem, 
and it's a CPR mask that includes guided instructions to help users, as well as a mouth-to-mouth one-way breathing barrier and a face shield. Hmm. So her product makes it super easy for people, even if you know nothing about CPR, to be able to open the package and save someone's life. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's, it's interesting because even if she has like over 20 years of medical experience, like when it's your son, your toddler, or like a family member, or like, like, it's scary. It is scary. It's an emergency. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested. I want to like see what it looks like. Yeah, we'll post pictures on the story so you guys can see because it's mm-hmm. a really cool product. Yeah. I thought about buying one just to like keep in my car because mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, you know, they've they've tried to make like CPR and stuff easier, but like kind of along the same lines of like an AED, how yeah. it's like guided and mm-hmm. stuff, like same concept. meant to just walk you through it if you have no experience or if you're just panicked. So that is really cool. I love that. All right, transitioning over to the bulk of our episode today. I came across this very interesting article that, and I was actually just doing research on my own um, about like God being a woman, basically. Um, And like, I was just interested. Okay, so I was doing research on my own and then I was reminded of it when I was trying to think of a topic. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. So in one of our recent episodes about like religion, I can't remember which one, but um, I talked about how like, um, like my higher power, like I just call her goddess and like whatever, like whoever that is to me, like I just call her goddess. Um, And at first it kind of started as a joke, but then I was like, no, 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 like my higher power is goddess. And so, like, you know, doing research on that and everything. So, anyways, I find this article that was titled, God Has Been a Woman Since the Beginning of Time. And I thought it was interesting because I was like, wow, that's, like, a very bold statement for thinking about, like, how modern-day religion views, like, God, you know? Right. Because um, a lot of modern-day religion think, be- like, believe that God is a man, you know? Um, so yeah, it was just like interesting. I know we've kind of been talking about religion a lot, but this is a little bit different because I'm going to get into like some female gods and just like history and stuff. So hopefully you guys find it interesting. So this article, which it will link in the show notes, but it was discussing that female gods in many cultures for like thousands and thousands and thousands of years have like, viewed their god as a woman and worshipped, like, a female god. Um, And they brought up the fact that, like, to a lot of people now with our culture, um, it's, like, suggesting that god is anything other than, like, an old white man in the sky is, like, oh, my gosh, like, why? Like, why, why would it be anything other than a man? But when we look back in history, we see that, like, women used to be so worshipped and that bled into like who they worshipped as like their leaders and like their gods and a lot of them were women. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor BetterHelp. It's 2023 and it's time to really prioritize our mental health this year. No matter where you are in life, everyone can benefit from therapy. Whether you need to work through trauma or just need a safe person to talk to, BetterHelp is here for you. 
BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy service. Get matched with a professional licensed therapist in your state who you can trust. BetterHelp has options to communicate with your therapist via chat, email, or video, and you can message them at any time to get help. BetterHelp is giving our listeners 10% off if you sign up using the link in our show notes. If you're struggling with depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, or just need someone to talk to, try BetterHelp today by clicking the link in our show notes or go to betterhelp.com slash rtafpod to get 10% off today. There was a book written by a historian. Her name is Merlin Stone, and she was basically studying like the traces of ancient worship of goddesses in the Paleolithic and Neolithic ages. So she's going really far back and studying the worship of goddesses. And so she, her book was titled When God Was a Woman, which I loved that title because I was like, oh, like when God was a woman, it's like it's so. It's not if, it's when. Yeah, like I love it. Um, Let me, I have one thought. This is so interesting because people can just make up their gods, you know? So it's like people can believe different things. Right. Right. It's just very interesting. Right. And it's interesting to learn about other religions and also to go back to like ancient, ancient history and see where things originated. And then like looking at the transition of like how things changed and how it relates to like the rise of the patriarchy and everything. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting and we'll get into it more. There is correlation. For sure. Yeah. So... Um, this historian, Merlin Stone, she was like studying all of this and was in her book, When God Was a Woman, talked about like all of the ancient traces. Um, and then we look at today and we look at the history of ancient female religions that were celebrated for literally thousands of years. And then we think about like what we're most familiar with. So then if we look at modern times, a lot of people know who Adam and Eve are. Even if you don't like believe in that or you don't read the Bible, we all, a lot of us know like how Adam and Eve like came about. And that whole story is very interesting because we see like, you know, the creation story and then we have Adam and Eve and then Eve ate the fruit. And so she was basically like, you know, the downfall of humanity and what made it so that they would like have to leave the garden and everything. Right. And we see that being associated with a woman. Right. Whereas, and like Adam was like the one who was like, you know, righteous or whatever and didn't eat the fruit. Yeah. Who was trying to convince her not to. Right. And to like stay in the paradise and then Eve did it. So we see like that association in the Bible, and that's a big thing. And I'm not necessarily saying that people look down on, like, Eve, but it is just like, okay, she was the reason why that happened. So we think about that, and then literally we think about how thousands of years back, like, women were the ones celebrated as, like, the highest power. So I think that Let's that's interesting. That. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, that's why I feel so strongly about, like, Okay, why why wouldn't God be a woman for me personally? Why wouldn't God be a woman? Because if we look back at ancient history, it's all these female gods. Yeah. And it's very interesting 
the way we grew up and I think maybe Christianity in general, yeah. but being told, no, there is a heavenly mother, like there's a, a female counterpart. Yeah. But we don't talk she's about protected. Her. Right. We don't talk about her. So it's like, what's the point then? I don't understand that. Yeah. No, I don't either. And it is hard because it's like, okay, is this because like that's all we know, or is this like mainstream Christianity? But I I think it's like mainstream. Um but like kind of speaking about like the Bible and all of that, like how we just don't speak about, you know, heavenly mother quote. Um, it's interesting because the Old Testament does not even have a word for goddess. Like there's not a reference to like any female god. But again, looking back thousands of years back, it's all about like the female god. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. That is interesting. Um, okay. So kind of going back to the the disappearance of the female god and how it relates to the rise of the patriarchy, I don't think it's a coincidence, but this quote, I'm going to read this directly because the quote was like really good. Um, this is from the article in the show notes. So it says, some might say the disappearance of the goddess occurred naturally with the march of modern civilization. But as many historians and theologians have pointed out, it likely is no coincidence that the patriarchal cultures that conquered earlier indigenous populations are fundamentally intertwined with the downfall of the goddess and the reframing of this revered form of worship as a cultic lewd, as cultic lewd and primitive. So when we think about like, okay, Columbus coming and, you know, conquering the Americas and everything, or just like, um, basically the white man conquering like the native lands and then bombarding them with like their beliefs. Like indoctrinating them. Uh Uh-huh. And so I think I love the way that they put that because it is so true. Like it goes hand in hand with the rise of the patriarchy and with like these white men coming in and pushing out the natives. And so, like, when the Native people and the Indigenous people were going, basing their beliefs off of thousands of years of their ancestors, like, culture and their beliefs and what they were taught, then all of a sudden, the patriarchy comes in, and now it's, no, this is what it is. We have, like, Christianity, God is a man, and so all of those kind of, like, ancient beliefs kind of fell off. Yeah, that makes sense because they weren't able to fully tell their stories the way that they were and passing them down generation to generation. Right, because they were like silenced, they were enslaved, like they were, it it wasn't. They were forced. They were forced, right. And so, um, and like Christianity was like a huge thing in Europe. And so a lot of these like um, powerful people coming over to different countries and conquering and you know, enslaving people, which is awful, but, like, it came from a lot of European countries, which Christianity was, like, running rampant, so, Mm -hmm. and that was the dominant religion, so it does make sense when we look at the rise of a a male god and all of that history. That is a really interesting correlation. Yeah, so before I get into, like, some female god gods and goddesses i just think it was very interesting because basically all of these historians that are referenced in the article they talk about how the archaeological evidence suggests that god was considered female for the first 200,000 years of human life on earth 
even if male-dominated religions sought to displace the matriarchal order. So the first 200,000 years of civilization, God was a woman. And so the point that they made at the end of the article is that ultimately by making ourselves independent of male culture, we can better understand our heritage. So I don't think that they're trying to like dismen or anything, but like stepping back, looking at the history of it and thinking like, okay, when was the disappearance of like God being a woman? And let's look at history. Let's look at and, and see like what these ancient civilizations worshipped and the archaeological evidence and really evaluate like, is God a woman? And again, like this is, this is all in, I'm not trying to say, oh, God is a woman and that's how it is. And anyone who believes God is a man is wrong. But for me, like this further backs up like my belief that God is a woman mm-hmm. because it's like, look at all the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, I think whatever your higher power is, is fine, but it's interesting. It's very interesting. And it's making me think how confusing it is and how confused I am now because literally people can worship whatever and whoever they want. Right. And the idea that God is a man, it's interesting hearing the transition that Mm -hmm. took place for us to start to believe that. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just like picturing what I believe and it's kind of just like a mix of things. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And so I don't know what to think. I feel like that's very common and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, even if it stayed like that for the rest of your life. Like it just being a mix of things. Yeah. Because I, maybe it's the way I was raised and what I was told is right. But I do believe that God is a man, but I also believe in the divine feminine Mm -hmm. and female gods and the universe. So I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah. But it isn't a coincidence. I agree with you. Yeah. When we look at the transition Mm -hmm. and the historical events that happened, it isn't a coincidence. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's really interesting. That was kind of a little history lesson. And also one more point Mm -hmm. that I'm thinking of. It's not just one culture. Right. It's so many different groups of people who are believing Mm -hmm. that God or gods were female. Mm -hmm. Like, I know Hinduism, there's a lot of female gods. Yep. Hinduism and Buddhism are the two main religions today that still worship female gods. So, and that's the other thing, too. Like, um, maybe, like, for you, God is a man, but maybe there's multiple. Like, when we look at, like, Buddhism and Hinduism, like, they worship multiple gods and goddesses. So, like, maybe that's what it is. Or maybe, like, I don't know. It's just interesting to think about. Yeah. So, the next article that I referenced was just a list of, like, powerful female god goddesses in history. And um, I'm not necessarily, like, associating them with a specific religion. But I just picked out some ones that I think were really cool. Um, so, you can go and look. The article had a lot of them listed. Um, and I thought it was fun. It was also kind of bringing me back to like my Percy Jackson days. Oh, (laughs) so yeah, it was fun. So the first, one of the first female goddesses that I thought was really cool was her name is Ishtar and Ishtar ruled sex, power, fertility, love, and war in ancient Mesopotamia. So that's very powerful, obviously. Um, So her sex appeal was so great that when she descended into the underworld, all sexual activity ended on earth. 
Some myths claim that Ishtar entered the land of the dead to rescue her lover, Tammuz. So, I just love hearing the origin stories. Um, but, like, literally, her sex appeal was, like, so powerful that all sex ended on Earth until she, like, yeah, I'm, like, okay, that is ultimate goddess energy. That is powerful. So that's Ishtar, and she was worshipped in ancient Mesopotamia. Um, the next goddess that I wanted to highlight, um, she is worshipped in Greek mythology. So... You know, Percy. Percy Jackson. Her name is Hecate, and she presides over crossroads, entrances, witchcraft, and sorcery in ancient Greek mythology. Ooh, we love a witchy girl. I know. I was like, okay, that's so cool. So her most interesting trait is her appearance. I was obsessed with this. So she is a three-formed goddess, and scholars connect this with the new moon, the half moon, and the full moon. So she was like... She had three different forms, and it was connected to those three phases of the moon. Um, She also ruled the triple kingdoms of earth, sky, and sea. And um, the modern practices that still worship her associate her with the crone period of a woman's life. So it's very interesting because she's kind of associated with, like, a specific period in a woman's life. And also I loved, like, the three-formed figure, Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, like, representing different phases of the moon, and also, like, the earth, sky, and sea. Yeah, and it could be compared to a menstrual cycle, I think, Mm -hmm. with the moon being simple. And, like, the, you know, three forms, like, the different parts of your cycle. Like, there's just so much that you can associate it with. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really cool. So um, the next goddess that I thought was, like, really powerful, um, the Morrigan. So she is the shape-shifting Celtic goddess that presided over war, fate, and death. So that's a lot. Um, And as a patroness of revenge, magic, and witches, she also ruled rivers, lakes, and other freshwater bodies. So I really liked – I noticed, like, throughout all of these – they're associated with, like, different, like, parts of nature. Yes. So it's, like, I've further – it's further um, associating it with, like, Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. And Earth being, like, a woman and, like, a goddess and all of that. Um, so I liked that. Um, and so the Morrigan, primarily a war goddess, she took the form of a raven or a crow. And she flew over battlefields to spur on the troops – her name translates into a range of meanings, including the Phantom Queen or the Queen of Demons. Oh, wow. Yeah. So whenever you see a crow now, you can think of the more again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that one was cool. That's interesting. Um, all right. So we have two more that I thought were really cool. So we have the goddess Nemesis. And um, she's known as the goddess of retribution. And she actually acted as a form of cosmic justice, so almost like karma. Karma, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, She punished the evildoer as well as anyone who didn't deserve their good fortune. And think about just the word nemesis. Right. So, you know, that's kind of cool. And then um, this was another interesting part. So with nemesis, besides – this article says besides dishing out punishment left and right – Um, She also judged every case within its individual context. So she was balanced 
and she was fair, but basically she didn't mess around. Like Mm -hmm. she could either bring happiness or bring misery Mm -hmm. based off of what you deserved and like that whole karma kind of thing associated with it. So very powerful goddess. And then the last goddess that we are highlighting today is Mami Wada. And she was worshipped all throughout Africa and the African Atlantic. And Mami Wada embodies the spirit of water. So this was making me think of like Moana. Yeah. Um, but as a water deity, she sometimes appears as a mermaid. And I was obsessed. I'm I was obsessed. like, I love this. Um, much like the ocean, she could be volatile and dangerous as well as protective and nurturing. So that was really making me think of Moana because like there was times where it was dangerous and mm-hmm. volatile, but then also she was like protecting and mm-hmm. um, like would rescue Moana and like was there for Moana. So I thought that was cool. Um, and also a uh, last little interesting fact about Mommy Wada was that she brought good fortune, good financial fortune. And also governed water sprites known as Mommy Wadas and Poppy Wadas. So, like, she had her little, like, helpers, the the water sprites, and they're, you know, going through and doing their little duties for Mommy Wada. I love that. So, that's kind of a little deep dive. I hope you guys found it interesting. Um, I know it was kind of, like, a lot of facts, but I thought it was interesting to look at the history of it first. And then also just learn about different goddesses that were worshipped in ancient time. Because they're all just, like, associated with these natural things. And to me, it's like, why wouldn't that make sense? Right. And I feel like people's idea of God today, like, in Christianity, yeah. has a lot of those elements just kind of tied together in one person. Right. And Whereas, like, in ancient times, we look, instead of it just being this one supreme being, it was, like, all of these different deities that were ruling over different aspects of life and the earth and stuff like greek mythology right yeah so yeah i thought that was interesting is god a woman that's up to you to decide but the first two hundred thousand years of ancient times god was a woman so well we'll be back next week with a brand new episode for now follow us on our socials connect with us we want to hear from you guys we want to connect with you join our community All the links for that are in the show notes like usual, so go check all those out, and we'll be back next week. Bye, guys. Bye.